state your name and tell us something about yourself. Hello, my name is Mina, and I'm finishing up junior high. I love volleyball and music and movies. There's a part in the movie that involves lots of tears and sobbing. Could you do it? Sure, no problem. I just put a bunch of onions in my pocket and take a good whiff before the scene. <laughs> <laughs> and what about love? You think you could pretend you're in love with Jonah? Uh, someone you don't know? That's a real piece of cake. Everyone's in love with him. I can give you puppy dog eyes and everything. <laughs> Problem is, I just don't know if I could get out of character. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Thanks, please. Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so very much. And this week, boy, oh boy, it's a Minako spotlight. <laughs> and it, but it's a fun one, I oh, think. Yeah. It's a fun one. Oh, yeah. I I do feel like this gets us back to the problem of Minako largely just having stories that could be Usagi stories, but it, we'll no. talk about that when we get to it. No, not at all. I don't know. I, I think maybe. Look, I think it's 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 an improvement. It's not as good as the last Minako spotlight. We are going to be watching uh, Sailor Moon S episode one fourteen. I love idols. Mimet's dilemma. Uh, and we're going to get a lot of good Mimet content. And to help us out there, we have welcomed back to the show, uh, Lindsay Hornsby. Lindsay, yes, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm doing very well. Uh, I'm a little tired. This is one of the latest uh, episodes we've ever done in terms of when we were recording it. I, I appreciate <laughs> you guys making short notice work for me, though, but that that's great. Oh, no, look, look, we, we got we, we to gotta get back on the schedule. We got to yeah. do it. Yeah. It's power through. We we are here to talk about Sailor Moon. It's the hardest job that anyone has ever had. <laughs> Very but true. I I think we are ready to do it. So, uh, Lindsay, last time you were here uh, on last week's episode, we talked about your history with Sailor Moon and and the the fan fiction that you wrote, uh, and your your stick figure with uh, extremely large anime heads. Oh uh, man! If, if, if I can if I can find them, I will I will Twitter media them to you. I don't. Uh, I'm not sure where to look, but I have suspicions where they might be. Uh, but. We have to ask, are there any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? I did I did actually uh I got a my first Mother's Day present that was me asking for a, a Sailor Moon purse again because the other one fell apart. <laughs> oh. Uh actually let me see if I can look it up. Um it's so cute. It's like I hate purses. They're just they're really obnoxious. But someone told me to try a backpack purse. Um and there was one that looks like it looks it's really subtle and it's Luna and it's great. But the one that I got specifically when I got it like a year ago or so, there you go. Boop. The inside like lining just wasn't stitched very well. So my keys managed to cut it open. And one day one of the straps broke because I had uh, too much stuff in it, like maybe two 3DSs and 
five other things that were too heavy for it because <laughs> it's not very big but super cute and you can like convert it between types of purses because it That's can be adorable. like a stra- it's so cute it's and it's like the most comfortable thing i've ever had the best part is my mom was like oh you finally got a nice purse and i was like did you see the cat ears there's cat ears a uh, a member of uh, the bridal party at my wedding had that purse. Oh, it's so same comfortable. One? Yeah, same one. It's so good. It's like my favorite one I've ever had. Our good friend Aaron Hunter, who stitched the uh, the Sailor Moon uh, transformation items uh, that we have embroidered on our wall. How cool for, uh, for us! Yeah, I just want to mention one thing about this amazing purse. It's black. <laughs> it is. It's it a is. good point. <laughs> There's a there's a white one too, so that you can have your favorite character, Jordan. You can get Artemis if you want to. I'm I'm, I'm no, not no. sure. I, I'm happy with it being black. I'm I'm saying it's not purple, is what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Don't think I missed out on the code there, buddy. But do do yourself a favor and don't watch the first video review on that because the person reviewing it obviously doesn't know what this is from, and she thinks that the moon on it is a nose. And I, I almost, I almost threw the computer. I was like, "What are you talking about? This is a Sailor Moon purse. What's wrong with you?" It's obviously a bald spot. It's obviously a bald spot that you put a bandaid on. What's wrong a with you? Bald oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so upset. I was, I was so <laughs> that's angry. great. Oh, that's a lovely purse. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got this is you know first time I've ever had a purse that is the second go round of it. It's really comfortable. That was that was my exciting Sailor Moon stuff. I have too much Sailor Moon stuff. I've I've got a lot of figures and comics and things all over the place. <laughs> Jordan, any uh, any Sailor Moon developments in your life? Oh goodness gracious, no! I don't think there is. How about yours? Uh, well, I did get married, and my wedding date was my wedding date because of Sailor Moon. Oh, and it was a miracle romance. And it was a miracle romance. Tell everybody about the wedding date. Uh, it, it was, uh, the date that, uh, Aiden and I started watching Sailor Moon together on Hulu is our anniversary. And so we picked uh, that date to get married. So we got married on the third anniversary of, uh, Sailor Moon, of of the Viz Sailor Moon dub being on Hulu. So, uh, yeah, that's a pretty big Sailor Moon development in my life, I would say. That's really great. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Jordan, are are you now your upcoming son? I don't know what to call a like a baby that hasn't been born yet. Uh, yeah, Jordan, yeah, your yeah, upcoming yeah. project, impending yeah. baby. I don't know. Whatever you want, you, can, you just just call him uh, baby. I don't know. Your the his middle name is going to be Jordan. Yes, Darian. Are Jordan. you going to call him Chibi Jordan? <laughs> no. <laughs> Realistically, we'll probably call him Dare uh, a lot, but. Dare is oh. he? Is he an adventurer? <laughs> that would be so cute. <laughs> the only thing about Dare, I think Dare on its own works, but I don't like Dare White. So I think when it's his full name, it'll probably be Darian White. Hmm. Interesting. But I mean, like that's like like my my parents call me George, but nobody oh, calls me Jordan. George. I'm sorry, that's really bad. George. George is really bad, dude. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like super uncomfortable just hearing it. They'll just be like, hey, George, how's it going? What are you, can you hand me that thing? Or? It sounds weird. I'm like really like hilariously legitimately upset by that. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> oh, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want any Jordies or there was a time when I was in like fourth grade where I actually was OK with my friends calling me Jordo, but I got over that. 
now I can now I am not okay with that. Jordo's. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I would say like Jordo's Jordo's gonna be a hard yeah. one to uh No, I know I, I know uh Betty Felon uh calls uh Jordan Gibson Jorbo, which I think is cute. Jorbo? Oh that's Interesting. great. Jorbo. Yeah. But Jord just like ugh. Like I'm so, like I I'm I'm I promise Jordan I'm not trying to be rude. It's just no. I've never thought of you as anything other than Jordan. That's totally fine. But again, you I don't think of don't think of it on its own. Just I, again, think of it in the context of somebody being like, Hey Jord, give me that thing. Just that's all. That's, uh, no, that's I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm sorry. I hate it. <laughs> It sounds like a weird sound effect. I'm not quite sure what it would be for. It does, God, but like it'd be in, it'd be in really big blocky letters. I don't know, maybe like classic Batman punching somebody and they ran out of Banffs or whatever. They just go Jord. They like ran out of the usual ones. Like, oh, we only have these letters left. What do we do? Uh, don't, <laughs> don't limited like letters. Yes. Do not like it. All right. Well, not done at the comic book factory. They ran out of all the letters. <laughs> it's it's fine. You don't need to call me anything but Jordan. It's quite all right. I mean, I'm certainly not going to call you Jord. Like that's I will guarantee right now that is never happening. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, hey, Jord. See, oh, stop. <laughs> I think, like I think Jordy is better than that. Yeah, but I've also been rewatching Star Trek: The Next Generation pretty oh, heavily. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, it's too. Um, what is the word? What is the word? What do we call it when you're when you add? Uh, it sounds like it's for a really little kid. It's right. really, like infantilized. Yes, it's, yes, it's yes, too yeah. diminutive. Yes, yes, that's what diminutive I mean. works. Yeah. Like the way, yeah, the way we just add. You know, if I called you Chrissy, you'd probably be like, mm, yeah, mm. not a fan of that. <laughs> Not, not into that. Uh, it's, it's, it's Chris. Chris is fine. It's very short. Is your name Chris or is your name Christopher? It's Christopher, right? Yeah, my, 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 my full name is Christopher, but I don't, I don't usually go by it. Like there are only two people who ever really called me Christopher, and it's my sister and my dad. It's when you got in gotcha, trouble, right? Gotcha. No, no, really. Like, like I once, like I literally once asked my dad when I was like eight. I was like, Dad, why do you always call me Christopher? You always call me by my full first name. Mom calls me Chris. Everyone at school calls me Chris. I, like, I call myself Chris. Like, why do you call me Christopher? And he looked at me like I was a crazy person. <laughs> and, he, and he went, he went, that's your name. All right. Dang. So, so look, you can't really argue with <laughs> that. <laughs> he was there when I got it. Uh, but yeah, that's that, I think that's enough of that talk. <laughs> I've been How did very we get disturbed there? by the existence of Jordan's nicknames. <laughs> oh, right. Just you wanted to ask if I was going to call my kid Chibi Jordan, and the answer Chibi is probably Jordan. not. Although, yeah, you never know. Not. Depends how much like me he is. Hey, it's a wild world. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds? Except, well, I mean, I guess most, if not all, Sailor Scouts. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. They don't act like it. Anyway, why don't we talk more about Sailor Moon in specific, like this episode? Yeah, okay. So do we, oh, we do have one bit of sailor business business to talk about. Oh, let's hear it. We have been discussing the three items. Oh, the, yeah. The talismans, the, the grail, uh, or, or the, it's, it's the sword, the, the jewel, and the mirror that lead to the holy grail, right? Like, we've, we've talked about that. And I talked about how they are uh, very much inspired by the Imperial Regalia of Japan. Like, we talked about that on the show as well. The one little weird piece of uh, Japanese culture that I actually know about. Uh, and listener Ross May, who's a longtime listener of, of this show, of Ajax, got in touch with us to talk about how there's another connection... Uh, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the show before. Have we talked about how there's a connection to uh, the Legend of Zelda? 
I don't I don't remember. I don't think well, so. In, uh, it's specifically in Link to the Past, which is the the Super Nintendo Zelda, uh, aka the I, I guess now the third best Zelda game <laughs> uh, behind uh, uh, Link Between Worlds and Breath of the Wild, which is literally all I've been doing for the past two weeks or so ever since the the wedding. But <laughs> there, those item there are items in the game inspired by that same thing. There's the the Master Sword, of course. There's the uh, the moon pearl, which keeps you from transforming into a rabbit when you go to the dark world. And there's the magic mirror, which lets you move between worlds. So Ross goes on to say that the uh, they are purity and wisdom, represented by the mirror, valor, represented by the sword, and benevolence, represented by the jewel. So I think that really fits in terms of the the sailor scouts that we see wielding them because obviously haruka is uh valor michiru is wisdom and then much more dubious is setsuna as <laughs> benevolence but we'll, we'll roll with it. we actually got a, a related uh, another related tweet uh, uh, to that because uh, uh listener david f pendris mentioned that they were the regalia is supposed to be in the emperor's care and he asked do you think that he actually has them now i didn't realize that they're kind of legendary. Like we, they, we don't know really. We don't. We haven't seen the real deal. Like in, like we haven't. Like in our lives. Yes. Well, like when I looked it up on Wikipedia, they were like, "This is a representation of what they look yeah, like." Yeah. We don't suppose, know. Supposedly, only certain people get to see them, right? Yeah, because they are so important. Their actual, like whereabouts, are kept secret, and uh, what they actually look like is also kept secret. <sighs> So he he wants to know if we think it's all just a, a fake out myth. But I guess probably well, I not. I think right? that would be like very disrespectful to the country and culture <laughs> of Japan. If we thought that, I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. But here's my here's my twist on that question. <laughs> why why is it in the Sailor Moon anime they are in the hearts of scouts instead of in the care of the emperor like they're supposed to be? Well, because these aren't the the these aren't like the real things. This is like the this is like the national treasure uh, book of secrets version of these items. Oh, okay. So this is like a coincidence that they're the same. I mean, it would be like it would be like someone having like the name Hercules or whatever. It's obviously a reference to, but even if they're not meant to literally be the son of Zeus. No, no, Chris, that's Hercules, and he never died. He's been alive all this time. <laughs> oh, that's some that's some deep Casina business stuff we're going to be getting into. <laughs> <laughs> roundabout season five <laughs> sorry 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 All okay right, so let's let's move on into watching this week's episode this week it's episode 114 uh i love idols mimet's dilemma and jordan yeah do you have the cloverway title i sure do your hint is alliteration. Alliteration. Is the word Venus in there? Nope. Mina? No. Pageant Peril. That's a good one. No. You were on the right track with a character. You picked the wrong character. Oh, well, what is, what is Mehmet's English name? Mehmet. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, yep. Let's see. Uh, Mad About Mehmet. <laughs> <laughs> no. It is. Okay. Oh, you want one more? No, 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 no. Go, go is, for it. Hit me. Mimet's mess. Oh. Mimet's mess. Oh, that, okay. that also could be. Oh, 
Gross. That could be worse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what happens when no. you have a risky friendship. No. Oh, that could be. Oh, <laughs> so we open in the doll room. Oh, no more dolls. That's all I wrote. They just wrote no more dolls, please. And yeah, uh, like it. it turns out the Messiah of Silence is getting a little impatient with all this bullshit that's going on. Yeah, she wants pure hearts, dude. She's just she can convert pure hearts. She's just yelling energy. through the speakers and everything. Mm-hmm. I like that she's got this surround sound system to yell at him through speakers, even though he's like, what, six feet away from her? I have a lot of questions <laughs> about how the Messiah of Silence is supposed to work. Like, is it like a... Is it like a like like a Mamoru doesn't know he's tuxedo mask situation? Uh, like I, I know all of this is going to be eventually answered. Yes. But. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, I mean we we, we I don't want to know too much because we'll get there pretty soon. I think. I'm trying to remember how yeah, long it I, takes in the anime. It take it takes. I forget how fast things go in the manga because like. Man, it is it is four kings of heaven is what happens to the witches five in the manga. It's like you get one chapter and then they're dead. Uh, well, if if we have new listeners who are t- tuning in, uh, the the deal with the show is that Jordan and I are both really big fans of Sailor Moon, obviously. Uh, but Jordan has seen the entire series. I have not. I have only ever seen uh, before we started doing the show up through maybe even not the end of R. And so I am in uncharted territory where I no longer know what's coming. I no longer know what the, what the deal is with certain characters. Uh, so I have a lot of questions going forward. And this is also a very odd story to begin with. Yeah. The only things, you know, is things that people have uh, spoiled for you, which is fine. Yeah. People, I have heard a lot about Chibi Yusa having a horse boyfriend. And I refuse to that as <laughs> That part's weird. That's just it, that's just people messing with me. Uh, I am convinced of no, it. I mean, there is no way. It's, simpl- it's simplified a lot, but that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what happens. Um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's not a horse per se so much as he is like, don't, he's got I don't want to hear I just, another <laughs> word about it, Lindsay. It's just, another it's word. Just, it's weird. I S is my favorite series, um, partly because Super S, I'm like, all right, I don't know what's happening now. <laughs> So anyway, getting back to the show, uh, Professor Tomoe is talking to the Messiah of Silence, uh, a.k.a. Hotaru, and he's like, hey, he pulls he pulls a Raiders of the Lost Ark on her. He says, hey, don't worry about it. I've got my top men working on getting you some pure hearts. Uh, and Hotaru goes, who? And Tomoe goes, top men. Uh, that's not really what happens, but it might as well be. And then we cut oh, to the door. <laughs> so good. That's so this great. Is the best. It's so great. <laughs> they are no longer the witches five. <laughs> they are the witches four because uh, UDL was murdered. <laughs> by yeah, it's official. It's official. UDL's dead. Because they, they, they printed out on the extra big printer to make sure they could uh, match what was on the door. Oh, I think that is hand painted. Oh, that's yeah, true. I think so too. It's pretty funny. It is severely good and inside three witches are doing hard work of science and one witch is shaking her butt and dancing oh she's so adorable here it's so great she's like i don't i don't need to be doing any science i just need to be dancing and singing yeah mimet doesn't really seem to be into the whole science thing i'm sure she was before when she wasn't like in charge but now she can slack you know she's just like ah you know 
Well, she's the go-to witch, so yeah. Like, if he needs something, he goes to her. So I would say she's in the top position now. She's just kind of abusing her power slightly, you know? I mean, if you say so, I guess she does not seem like she's all that into it to me. That's all. Going back to our conversation from last episode about uh, m- music that is uh, on this jazz album, uh, the song that Mehmet is singing, according to Wikimoon, is a song called I Am Sailor Moon. <laughs> oh, no. So there is that. So uh, Mehmet has all of these, uh, like photos and cassette tapes and all kinds of stuff for one particular singer, uh, a new uh, male idol named Jinta Araki. Uh, and he has a new <laughs> single called... Called Blue Crisis Love. Ah, uh, yes. Just rolls right off the tongue. Some of, the, some of his some of the stuff she's got all over her desk says Alazine on it, too. I, I think that got brought up in the episode at one point. Oh, what's that? I don't, it's got the it's got the Aladdin lamp on it. So, okay, you're right. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird. Like if you pause there, it's like that guy's wearing some weird outfits and some of the stuff. He's got some crazy hat going on in one of them. Is that Japanese for Aladdin? So are we to assume that in the world of Sailor Moon, this guy like this guy sang a whole new world for the Japanese market? It possibly he was that famous. Is that is that like the Japanese version of Aladdin? I mean, they like to, like, Jordan, you know they like to misspell brand names. You remember someone <laughs> getting a bottle of cock. <laughs> okay, That's now true. I get you. I get you. Okay. So you all, or uh, I'm sorry, Mehmet is uh, super into this idol. Uh, but she's watching his concert. She's watching the debut of Blue Crisis Love. She's going to get a phone call. But you know who else is watching this, uh, this, this performance? Who? It's our girls. Of course. <gasps> it's Sailor Senji at the study group with their grandma, Ami Mizuno. <laughs> that pose when it cuts from the title scene and then it cuts to uh, this idol posing. It's just like, ah, it's everything. <laughs> uh, let's do a little fashion corner it's here because so uh, it's all bad. It's pretty great. It's all very bad. <laughs> this is not the best one. Usagi is wearing like a, like a, like a, like a pink top over like a like a pale lavender or under a pale lavender hoodie. Ray Ray's Ray is a mess. Ray's, yeah, I'm sorry. Ray's still like somebody who's six sizes bigger than her is blazer and yeah. is wearing it. Yeah, and it's like the blazer. It's like Memoru's jacket. Yeah. It's like a the pea green blazer. Oh, that could be awkward. With like a salmon skirt and a black top. Uh, Makoto's wearing like a hoodie under a jacket. Oh yeah. A, a bright lime green hoodie yeah. under a mustard jacket, a uh, mustard blazer. Bad look. Oh. Bad look. Yeah. Uh, Minako's got ruffles everywhere. Yes. It's like it's really Hers awful. Really and then Ami, this is similar to outfits we've seen Ami wear before uh, with her grandma chic. <laughs> but I don't think we've ever seen this one because it's like a really, really pale blue and then uh, like a, a really pale pink uh, bow. With really long ribbons. And it's just like, it's extremely awful. Yeah. None of them look good. None of them look good. They were all just following the advice from last episode where, you know, layers. You gotta layer. <laughs> oh, you gotta get some layers. <laughs> you gotta get some yes. layers. Yes. That, is, that is what happened. They're all super layered. Yeah, it's layers are in the house and it's not so good. And the uh, the four scouts who are not Mina are watching this thing of this uh this idol boy and all of his groupies going, "Man, aren't groupies 
dumb. Yeah, I would never fan out over somebody like that. That is so lame. Oh, they're called like they're called chasers in the subtitles for the DVD that I have. Interesting. Which is a weird term. I was kind of wondering if that was like specific to the 90s or if people are still called chasers if they're like idol groupies over in Japan or what. But but then in the dub they call them the Jonah maniacs. Which <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh. Oh, that's harsh." There's some there's some good dub dialogue in this where uh, they say the, the guy's a total fox, hunk city, and it's like oh oh how did I keep this show on when I was watching it in high school and not just get mad and turn it off? How are these assholes <laughs> gonna pretend like they d- would like oh I wouldn't do that I wouldn't like flip out over some some cute boy singer. Have you not been here for the previous 113 episodes of this show? <laughs> there was actually a cookbook moment in the dub Ooh. where they're talking about this and uh, uh, Lita goes something like, no, he's actually I, like, I think he's kind of cute. And then Amy is like, Lita. <laughs> <laughs> they knew Cloverway knows what's up. <laughs> It turns out there's going to be he's going to be auditioning. Is it just for somebody to be like in a video? Like, what's the audition? For? Oh, it's for oh. a movie. It's straight up a movie. Like the heroine, yeah. the heroine role of the movie. Yeah, it's the it's like. Remember, we saw a movie being filmed like two episodes ago. It's they're going to do that, but she gets to be the the girl instead of uh, just hating the girl. Right, and uh, also just also this guy gets on TV and he's like, also all my teen girl fans. There's also going to be a swimsuit competition, so make Wink. sure to bring your best swimsuits. Just throw that in there. Wink. Uh, yeah, you know, totally, totally cool, normal. You'll never guess, but uh, Mina is actually secretly a groupie for this boy. Yeah, she's super into him. You would guess it, except she uh, she totally animal abuses Artemis into shoving him to the ground before he can. <laughs> Like, this is hard. She's, like, covering his mouth and his nose. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, like, yeah, freaking it's... out. Okay, but, like, is it really animal abuse if it's just Artemis, <laughs> no. though? Oh, that's true. Does it count? I mean, he's also a people, so like, maybe not. Well, let me put it this way, Chris. Are you allowed to do that to a human being? <laughs> that's true. No, I'm just saying I think you should be allowed to do it to Artemis. <laughs> okay, that's all true. right. He's terrible. Poor Artemis. We cut back to Witches 5 headquarters, and uh, Professor Tomoe is balancing, like, weighing a, weighing a bottle of something on his scale, which is, it's, you put an actor in a room and you say, hey, do science, and this is what they will do. They're like, well, I will take the scale and I will weigh a thing. Thank you. <laughs> uh... It's for more coffee. And he tells Mamet, he's like, hey. Hope you're making some progress. And this is where she literally has the moment of trying to get out her report, but she's carrying an armload <laughs> of like fan magazines. She's carrying so many magazines. Just, she's carrying one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine magazines like, about this. Four, dude. four, like what is that? Two by threes of his face. Yeah, she's got some. She's yeah. got some like small photos of his face, like some trading cards. And then to cover, she goes, "Take a look at this," and holds up a picture of this boy in a speedo. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, look at this. I mean, I, I meant to show you a chart, but how about this? Like, <laughs> Take a look at the uh, boy in a speedo. <laughs> taking off his. He's got exactly Memru's hair, by the way. Sure, except except like, is it red or brown? 
brown? It's kind of like it's 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 brown and remember his hair is black, but like it's the same haircut. Is that just the handsome boy? It's the handsome yeah. boy cut. That's what you say when you when you go to the barbershop. Yeah. You're like, give me the handsome boy. I want that handsome flop. But the other crazy thing is, uh, in the dub, they call him. She goes, uh, he's also known as Velvet Voice, and then Tomoe also says yes. that at one point. That's upsetting. <laughs> so awkward. And they keep talking about Velvet Voice. I would rather call someone Velvet Voice than call them Jord. Oh, <laughs> for oh, fuck's no. sake. Maybe I should start calling you Velvet Voice, Jordan. You've got a good voice. Oh, I will take that. I will take that. All right. Uh, All right, Velvet, let's, let's do this. <laughs> no, see, you, you shortened it, and it doesn't work as well. Not as well, no. Yep. I'm, I'm on it now. It's your new name. Uh, well, Chris, this is, your, this is the big scene you wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, Tomoe's like, Hey, uh, what the fuck is up with you only going after uh, famous people and, like, getting their autographs before you try to murder them? Like, I have seen this happen. I, I also work here. <laughs> Which is great because you never really get the sense at any point before this in the show. You always just kind of feel like, oh, yeah, Tomoe, like, I don't know if he's paying attention to anything going on. Uh, but he's clearly, like, checking in on this stuff and trying to stay on top of it. So he and he tells her, like, he, like, sits down and has, like, a like a work evaluation with her where he's he's literally says, those who can't separate work from play will not succeed at the Death Busters. Uh... Just on the spot review. She's, like, crushed. Well, she did bring an armload of like sexy photos of her idol to a work meeting, though, so I get it. And she and she she drops them twice somehow because they reuse the, the everything falling to the floor after she's like, "No, I'm I'm not a bad yeah. worker," and then like everything falls to the floor again, like she had picked everything up and then just drops it all again. But so what she is, says is, "Yeah, yeah." She goes, "Hey, I just I pick famous people because the more charismatic a person is." the more effective their heart is going to be at awakening the Messiah. I'm not playing around. I'm like doing my job. And then she starts like crying. I wonder if she's right. Like we, cause we don't ever see it succeed. So I wonder if, if she showed up and was like, uh, Messiah of silence, this heart was from this sexy boy. <laughs> if the Messiah of silence would be like, Ooh, I know that boy. <laughs> That's a boy I can get into. <laughs> His energy is going to be delectable. Uh, no, I think it's complete bullshit. <laughs> you don't think it's like a Maxfield Stanton thing where it's like, oh, I'll get this one really, really good thing instead of going around everywhere. No, because we actually see her just fucking around in the last uh, episode and being like, uh, yeah, I mean, this guy has probably got a pure heart. And like, she's right, which is the weird thing. But <laughs> she's, she's clearly just fucking around. And well, and we'll see how we'll see the limits of her loyalty in this episode a little bit more. Uh, how serious she takes her job. So from there, we cut to the culture center, which is where they're holding. Oh wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, Iraqi... wait! There's something really great that happened in the dub um, that I have. Oh, okay. So right, right when Mehmet takes off, one of the magazines falls to the floor, and like the professor's reading it, but when he reads it out loud, in, like Japanese, it just says like, "Oh, I love you, Iraqi," or whatever. But the dub, he goes, "Jonah shares its perfect tan tips. Look inside for the hot details." <laughs> it's like Tomoe reading it and he picks it up and flips open the magazine and then and he's like just talking about this guy getting a tan it's like so weird yep yeah it's pretty great 
So, uh, Minako shows up for the audition. She's wearing the t-shirt, the Alizen, the Alizen t-shirt. Uh, and she makes a big deal. She's like, she's like, hey, I'm not like these girls. I didn't just become a fan yesterday. Which I do think is hilarious. Because, uh... I don't know if it's the same for men as it is for women, but I know that in like idol culture in Japan, it's literally a thing where like you're famous for a year and then it is like you never existed. He seems to be saying that's true. That's what he says later on. Yeah, he totally mentions that later. Yeah. But like, so Mina maybe became a fan like not yesterday, but like a week ago, maybe. <laughs> so she goes up to the table. Uh, she's wearing another, another, uh, Oh, her outfit's awkward. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Why are the outfits so bad? What is up with the sweater? It's like got actual flowers. Like she glued them on there. I don't know. I mean, they're probably fake flowers, but yeah. And then, and then again, like a, like a lacy collar. It doesn't look good. So she goes up and says, Hey, uh, I'm here for the auditions. Uh, when does Araki show up? And they're like, he's not gonna show up he'll show up tomorrow for like the finals but he's not gonna talk to every girl you idiot uh and she's devastated crushed as is mimet who overheard this she turns around and sees mimet and they do a little fake out where for a second you think they recognize each other because they're like you but it's really that they're both wearing the same t-shirt and at first they're mad about it but then they go that's his first t-shirt so you're a serious fan too okay okay yeah. we're cool we're cool and in the subtitles, they pronounce it Aragine. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. Yeah. Instead of, instead of Alazin or Aladdin, <laughs> as I've been thinking of it. Because in my head, this guy sang A Whole New World in Japan. So. I, I hope so. Man, I, I, I would want to, for a subtle cosplay, I'd want to dress as Mamet going to audition for this thing. Okay. <laughs> Legit. Do it. Every diamond should be cosplay. Yes. And I don't know, like, especially the, like the one we're getting in this one is going to be so good for oh, cosplay. I would love to see it. So good. Like, no one will know who you are except for us. But I mean, I would say someone to, out there should do. It. I would say to cosplay as uh, the editor demon from the last one, but you might get in trouble. Risky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that, that would be terrible if someone was wearing a risque cosplay. That would never happen. <laughs> I'd be, it'd be a lot of work with, like, the body paint. That's, that's like, all oh, the sure, monsters. Though, all color. the monsters, though, have, like, usually have some crazy colored skin. That's That would be a lot of work. Oh, Mimette calls herself Mimi in a quick cover. Yeah. She almost gives herself away, but at the last second. Which is second, weird, because that implies that, like, her real name is Mimette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you that was a... I think that... Is that weird, or is it just that, like, I am conditioned by this show to expect people, like, to have even weirder names? No, I, I, I assume that all of those are their real names. Uh, who, who, which bad guy made you think it was not their real name? I don't know. I mean, Wise Man is obviously well, Jedi from the future. Uh, so. Wise Man's a title, not a name. The Jedi from the future. <laughs> no, she, uh, so in the comic... That's the name she uses when Mamet's an idol for Mungen Academy. That's the really cra- that's the really crazy part about Mamet. So in the anime, she really, really wants to be like around idols and around famous people. And she wants to be famous. In the comic, she actually is famous. She's got that fifteen that's minutes hilarious. of fame, and she goes by this name that she just gives Venus. It's so crazy. She totally gets what she what she wants in the anime. In the comic, she just gets blown to bits within the first. Chapter she's just up because because the comics cut to uh the audition itself. Uh, this part see, is so adorable, it is. Oh, we see so Mina cute. in her 
in her bathing suit, standing. Okay. For, first of all, Mina's bathing suit is bad. Oh, uh, again, it's it is. It's okay. It's not the at worst. best. It's like it's like kind of chocolate. But there are a lot of scenes where they where they color it so that the the like sort of lighter tan parts are the same color as her skin. So it looks like Cosmic Boy's 70s outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that might grill shit. I, I could see that. It's not. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. Like, there are so many bad swimsuits in this show. Oh, yes. I don't like from top to bottom. They are rough. So do the subtitles for like the newer subtitles, do they cover how creepy this guy is? Yes. Okay, uh, well, they, they, <laughs> oh, it's so yeah. Awful. I wrote it down because oh, they, they, they're subtle about it, but I think so. So she says, she says to them, "I'm in my third year of middle school. I love volleyball. I, I do a flying somersault receive." And then they're like, okay. "Which is true. That's 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 continuity. continuity." Yep. So then they ask her some questions, and the lady says, "If there's some kissing scenes, you all right with that?" And she says, "Yeah. I just won't tell my parents that I'm even doing a movie. Yeah, I will tell my parents that I'm in a movie, <laughs> and so they all have a problem kissing." hilarious right then the other oh it's so awful it's like because she just said she was in middle school and this guy's just like so uh if you were accepted and we're invited to dinner with the director um uh would you go would you tell and what would you do what would you do on this date she's like i wouldn't tell anyone she's she's just like oh i don't i I mean it's not like i don't like any foods i'd totally go yeah she she doesn't she says oh that won't be a problem i'll 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 eat whatever like i just don't like shiitake mushrooms but everything like we can go to dinner it's no big yeah and then the lady the lady next to him is just like laughing about this is like dude lady this is this is creepy because yes essentially he just was like what if the director tries to fuck you and she was like i'm cool no problem It just like goes over her head and like this other guy feels embarrassed for asking it. But then the other lady's like, haha, it's so funny. No. Oh, so bad. So then we get Mehmet's audition and Mehmet is super nervous as opposed to Venus was called and poised, but Mehmet's super nervous, which uh, her knees are knocking. She's so cute. Her knees, her her, uh, palms are sweaty. Her knees weak. Arms are heavy. Oh, God. (laughs) Keep going. Uh, but but her swimsuit's really it cute. It is so cute. It's really ruffly, because they love fucking ruffles on this show. But... Why, why not? <laughs> that guy is still being creepy, even with Mehmet, because he's got some eyebrow animation that's happening. Yeah, <laughs> so, what is that? It's just the one eyebrow and it's the face it's like he's throbbing. making. It's so creepy. So they just ask her, like, what she's, what like, why she's here at the audition. Uh, and she's kind of too nervous to answer well. And she gets embarrassed, and they're like, okay, that's you You can go. It's fine. Uh, but she's very cute. Sure. So then they announce that there's only five girls. There's over 250 people, because Mehmet is number 252. So there's a lot of girls here. And they announce only five are going on to the next round. And so as soon as they announce that, both Mehmet and, uh, and Mina are both like, well, okay, obviously we're not getting this. They both fucking get it what yeah, of course they do like i wish mina would have been like yeah it's okay i'm one of the main characters <laughs> i mean i'll buy mina because again she didn't do a bad job she made everyone laugh she's pretty and that creepy guy uh, probably gave her a high vote exactly <laughs> so but how the hell did mamet win when her audition was terrible mamet's cute she's she's cute they were doing they were doing how cute she was the girls all look the same Chris. Okay. <laughs> Jordan, do you know how Anne Hathaway got her part in the Princess Diaries? I don't. 
she this is true she came in uh went to sit down on the chair they had provided and fell off Aww. and they were like oh my god it's perfect like she's she's this super uh pretty girl but she's like legitimately adorably clumsy in the way that we need this character to be that's how she got that job well those there's five we girls don't, we don't know what kind of character they're casting we only know that like one of the producers wants to fuck mina that's true true so we we learn that one of these five girls is going to be the heroine of this movie and that brings us to the act break <laughs> Sailor Business and its sister podcast, Xena Warrior Business, are supported by our listeners on Patreon. If you want to get in on that, you can go to patreon.com slash sailorbusiness and kick in as little as a dollar every month to help uh, the show keep going and help us get Jake some money and Allison some money and Jordan some money and most importantly, me some money. Because I need that money. I'm a married man now. You can give as little as a dollar, but uh, at $5, there's uh, extra audio, and including some stuff that we're going to be doing coming up soon. Uh, at $15, you get an enamel pin, uh, and we've got those going out now. Hopefully, some of you should have gotten them already, and uh, if that is the case, I probably have pictures up on uh, patreon.com slash sailorbusiness, so those of you who don't have them yet can see the actual pin and how super cool it is. Uh, designed by Katie Donnelly for us. Thank you, Katie. Patreon.com slash Sailor Business. Kick in a little bit and help the show uh, keep us doing uh, mini episodes like Jordan and I doing uh, an episode on what we'd like to see from a 2017 reboot. Uh, Allison and I doing mini episodes on on Xena. We're not too far from the level where Jordan and Allison have to make some music for you. What? Jordan, are you excited about that? Should be fun. Should be fun. It's been a while. Sing, sing me a quick song about uh, about Sailor Moon that's going to get the people, get those wallets open. Um, what? <laughs> oh, man. Sing Blue Crisis Love. It's part of this episode. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. Blue Crisis Love. I'm in the middle of a blue crisis. Good enough. Oh, wow. The Patreon just dropped by like $400. <laughs> which is weird because we're recording this in the distant past. <laughs> I kid. Harsh. Jordan, you know, I love you, buddy. Uh, but yeah, like we do not have any new donors because we record these episodes two at a time. And I thanked everyone that we had uh, who was a new donor last time. But uh, Jordan, do you want to maybe do some uh, some Twitter questions? Omar Garcia wants to know, in Yusagi's eventual wedding to Mamoru, who's the maid of honor? Mars? That would be weird. That would be really Mars. weird. It would right? be, but who's... I mean, you know what else would be weird? If it was her fucking daughter from the future. <laughs> I mean, like, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like it would have, like, assuming that Ikuko is, like, still around, maybe Ikuko? No, no, no. But, no. like, maybe Luna? You don't I would have think your Luna. mother as your maid of honor. I think or it's your maid of honor. A friend of mine had his dad as his best man at his wedding. That's very unusual. Well, it's a Southern, maybe it's a Southern thing. That's true. Luna would be interesting, but she is also a cat. She I can wonder... be a people. She can be a people for the occasion. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. By the time, do you think by the time they get married, everybody knows that she has a talking cat oh. and it's? <laughs> it, would Naru. it would have to be Naru. Oh, it would have to be Naru's her best friend. Your best friend that she's ignored for the last what thirty episodes? Look, look <laughs> there's there's only so much she can do. She's off with Melvin. It's fine abusing Melvin. Um. 
Yeah, you're right. I, I would say Naru. Naru, or if it's got to be one of the scouts, I would say Amy. Yeah. Or Ami. No, I guess. but you know what? I, I I I think it might be Mina. Do you? Yeah. I mean, look when when Ami and Makoto get married, it's obviously Usagi's going to be the the maid of honor. So. Usagi's going to be everyone's maid of yeah, honor. I know. She's everybody's friend. <laughs> She's got. She's gonna have so many dresses. It's gonna be ridiculous, <laughs> and she's gonna be upset because I'll bet everybody else gets married before her. And she's like, "But I actually have like we're destined moon lovers. We're supposed to get married, and for some reason, everyone else gets married before her." The problem. The only problem will be that like both of them, both uh, Ami and Makoto, will want them as their maid of honor, and they'll be like, "Well, no, she's got to stand next to me. No, 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 no. She's got to stand next to me." <laughs> Bex wants to know, if the Scouts had a board game night, what games would they want to play? Ooh. Mm, that is that is tough. Like, I feel like, given what we know of, like, Ray's tastes. I think Ray would like Arkham Horror. Ooh. Yeah, Arkham Horror would be good. Oh, because uh, Ami would also, want to play Pandemic. Oh, that's a good one. See, I think Ray, part of the reason Ray would like Arkham Horror is because, A, it's about, like, you know, banishing monsters and stuff like that. But also, there's a million billion rules, and she would know them all. I would say that Ray would probably like Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she'd like that one, too. You're right. Yeah, because one person gets to be the traitor, and of course Ray is going to want to be the traitor. <laughs> oh, she, Ray would like also like a lot of those games where it's like any of those games where it's like one person versus the group. Yeah, like Werewolf and stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Even that, that too. Or Love Letter. Oh, Love Letter. Uh, yeah. Minico would bring Love Letter. Minico would definitely sure. bring Love Letter. Yeah. I was trying to, man, I was trying to figure out who would bring kittens in a blender, but I don't know if it matches up with any of them. Artemis. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. It's just, you feel bad the whole time you're playing it. Uh, yeah. Like, I, like, I think, I think those are some, I think those are some solid, some solid guesses. And you uh, saw and he then, likes uh, Pretty Pretty Princess. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> The mall one. What was the mall one? Oh, what was the mall one? I never had it. I just always saw the commercials for it. Uh, mall Madness. How did I? Mall oh, Madness. It's, it's yes. so 90s looking. All right. One of them would have brought this. It's super, super 90s looking. And then, well, then again, now we're, we're joking about like things that are too young for them. Obviously, when Jupiter was young, she liked Mystery Date because they all reminded her of her one boy. Yes. <laughs> yep. But yep. nowadays, I think she probably has a better game that she would play. I don't know what, though. What do you think for Jupiter? Uh, I'm trying to think, like, what what's a good, like, you know, fighting slash cooking game? Smash Up. But surely there's one out there. Maybe she'd, she'd want to do Smash Up because you get to pick your two different teams. Um, so it's like different each time, but you're attacking people and their bases. I don't know that one. Oh, it's really fun. Um, there's a lot of different, you basically make a deck each time with two different teams. And there's all sorts of crazy teams. Like there's sharks and dinosaurs and like werewolf monsters and ghosts. And, um, there's a bunch of different decks for it. Um, and you're attacking bases to get points. Also, uh, Usagi likes cards against humanity. Yes. Does she though? She, no, she wait, does. she yes. She likes Does apples she to know? apples. She likes apples to apples because that's yeah, the Usagi one. Usagi likes apples to apples because that's got less. That's got less filthy things in it. So I don't. I don't yeah. think Usagi would have cards against uh, humanity. Honestly, who called it cards against humanity and not apples to assholes? I don't know. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Mike Donahue is asking: Would Memoru be more tolerable if he were replaced? If he were replaced with Jason Momoa, Memoaru. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, 
He would be more threatening. But also, no. He would be far more frightening. Also, Jason Momoa is legitimately like a 40-year-old man. (laughs) No, he's he's 37. He says 37 if you Google his name. Well, in, in memory years, that's like 63. That's uh, true. Uh, I just feel like him him towering over the not even five foot tall Yusagi and and calling her names is just not as cute as Mamoru doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Jason Mamoru, though, as an idea. Like, I think you're on to something there. Ron Ron has a question. About the scouts, do you think they have any of the godly namesake, any of their godly namesakes characteristics, like how firewood is canon in the myths? That's a good point. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> so let's see. Mercury. Well, well Mina's, Mina's meant to be beautiful. Okay, but yes. Also, like Mars is kind of the most, like Mars is the one that they always talk about being beautiful. Well, no, it's different. Like, like Venus is, yeah, you're right. I mean, but they talk about them all being beautiful. I mean, Venus, Venus is the one who leans most into her god name because yeah. she, she's talking about the god, being the scout of love, like all the time, and her her moves are all love themed. Mars does to the extent that she's got fire as her element, but well, she's and she's also frequently angry. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. She just doesn't go around going like, "I am the scout of war." I mean, that would be kind of dope if she did. <laughs> then she'd have to be on X-Force, and she's not. Oh, I, I mean, she, she shoots ships. She shoots shit, shit with arrows later. I mean. Is that is that a Mars I, I feel like it is. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm just so behind on all my mythology. I feel like Mars has more, like, metal stuff, right? Well, the, the good news, Lindsay, is that they ain't making a whole lot more of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can catch up. That's true. Mercury is fast, and he's the messenger. Uh I don't know. I thought he always rep- represented wisdom anyway, too. Oh, does he? Does he? I thought he did. No, because that's more like Athena stuff, or, or huh. like Athena Minerva stuff, so we're really getting into some uh, some Xena business territory. <laughs> Listen to that show if you want to hear about gods. Jupiter is the strongest of the gods, god power-wise, and Jupiter has thunder. Well, yeah, but like, I don't I don't think that even counts. Which thing? That she has thunder, like, of course, because of course she does. All right. But he's also the strongest, and she's the strongest. Um, but he's also like the, the the father of the gods, and obviously she's not a father or mother of the scouts. Also, she's not like not like she, she doesn't fuck a lot. That's true. Well, she has romance a lot, though. She does, though. Oh, that's a good call. Oh. But she has never turned herself into a swan <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> that um, we know of. Uranus. Uh, who? who who's the, what's the god Uranus? Which one is that? Uh, Uranus was a titan. I believe he, uh, no, I think it was Saturn who devoured his young. Ugh. Really? Does that have to do anything with wind? Because, man, they talk about her and the wind a lot in the comics. Uh, I think the winds of Uranus are a different thing. I mean, it's, it's, it's awkward because... Uranus is a god of the sky or uh, heaven. You can so get wind out of that. You can get kind wind of. out of that. I don't really know, again... Neptune has water. I don't know about Neptune, the 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 god. Well, Neptune, the god, was the god of the sea. So right, but I, I'm saying I don't know his like personality or like what kind of stuff he does. Uh, well, uh, I believe he played piano and was really good at math, and uh, oh. well, lived on a cruise ship. <laughs> Could he paint? So I think we've solved it. I think that's the one. Painted a giant painting of now, destruction. 
Pluto is the god of the underworld, and isn't Saturn? No offense, uh, or no no spoilers intended, but isn't Saturn like the Death Scout? Well, that's kind of fucked up. They, they both kind of get it. I don't know. One more. One more. All right. Here's an important one from Helen B. If you could give the Senshi new hairstyles, what would they be? Oh. Uh, would not change a thing. Yeah. Aww. I don't. Hmm. I would maybe give one of them like a like a, a like a shorter pixie cut. Yeah. Because I think that's really cute. But like maybe maybe Ami. Ami. No. No. I, like I think Ami looks good with short hair. But like. I wouldn't. I would never change Usagi's. Usagi's no. is iconic. I feel like I'd change Venus. I'd change her hair because it's too. Like I always thought her and Mars's hair was just like they're like, oh crap! I made them look exactly like. Nope, Bo fixed it. Fixed it. Not the same. <laughs> well, Venus is supposed to look like like Usagi. Though, but so yeah, but like in, in like the in the black and white comics, you know, the only difference is one of them gets their hair toned and the other one doesn't. But they both have long hair. If you're trying to like vary the hair more, it's like it'd be a little bit shorter. She could still have the bow. It's just not like down to her butt length hair. Jordan, who would you change? Um, I, I mean, don't you think you could give a cool different haircut to Jupiter? Mm. I like Jupiter's ponytail. Like it's good. I'd like it. I'd like it if she had her hair down more, just to see what it looked like. That'd be neat. Or what about? Well, I mean, again, if if I if I had to change one, I'd probably I mean, I'd probably change Ray's. Actually, I'm not sure what I would give her though. Maybe um, no, I don't. It's it's I, I don't know. I'm not good at styling ladies' hairs. <laughs> ladies' hairs. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough of that. Let's get back to the episode. So back at the audition, Mehmet is having a little bit of a crisis of conscience uh, because she wants to be picked, uh, but she's worried about what happens if she does get picked. Right. Because if she's got to be in this movie, she can't murder this guy by tearing his heart out. (laughs) If I I make off with his heart, who will we rule over? (laughs) Is what I have from the dub, from the Clover Wave dub. Yes. Uh, Who will we rule over? She's so confident that she's going to be an amazing idol that yeah, she's like, but if I then I kill him, they'll cancel the movie. That's no good. Uh, how am I going to do this? Professor Tomoe comes into the room while she's hallucinating a, 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 a rally of her fans. And uh, she touches her head and determines that Mehmet has a slight fever. Yeah. He, he was in her, he was in her dream. Yes. He's like hanging out in the back of, of the room when she's an idol in her daydream. Well, and that's then, one, I think that's one yeah. of those things where, She's imagining it and she can't, she doesn't understand that reality is coming into her hallucination. So she sees him at the rally, even though he's really just in the room with her. Oh, and this also, this is back at, this is actually back at Witches 4 HQ. Yes. uh, Yes. Because we see her changing uh, and getting back to her locker. And uh, Tomoe kind of like ominously, like, not, not even, I don't know if everything he does is ominous because he's a supervillain, but he's like, oh, hey, it'd be a shame if you had to call in sick to work, you know, a good worker like you. And then she's like, ah, what do I do now? Like, oh, uh, am I going to kill this guy? And then she goes, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care about the Dothbusters anymore. Uh, I'm going to get fired up in the summer for Iraqi. I'll betray this organization. She is saying all of this in the middle of her office. Yes. Out loud. She's also saying it really close to a tribute shrine to Eugil. 
Well, yeah, this is legitimately one of my favorite things that has happened in the show. Uh, she's like, I was never one to do bad things. I'm a good person. And the camera just pulls back slightly to reveal uh, the locker for uh, Udial, uh that has a memorial picture an upside down bouquet and also remember how Mimet murdered her yes <laughs> like, uh, like like not like not like show murder not like subtle. where there's like a, a finishing move and like someone dissolves into glitter or whatever but like cut her brake lines and cause her to have a car accident and die yeah. Yep. yeah yep yep and replace them with snails for some reason Just bad snails so yeah, I think that is kind of amazing. Where she's like, "I'm, I, I never done anything bad. I'm still <laughs> a really good person. So I don't even want to be a deathbuster anymore." The in the in the comics, it's really funny because there's this there's this weird chart that they have at one point where they give the power levels of the witches five, and it's funny because they show you all of them at once. Mamet's actually lower than Udeal, but then Udeal gets to show up first. Because Udeal's, like, supposedly level 78, and Mamet's level 40, but Udeal shows up first, and, you know, gets iced first, and then Mamet has her chapter, so it's kind of weird. That is weird. The, yeah, but they brought, they brought it up like that. The next day, the five finalist girls are on stage, and the MC announces, here's how it's going to work. Uh, there's a big audience here, watching all these girls give their auditions, uh, and the girl who can get who gets a yes vote from 80% of the audience wins. Uh, so here's the first contestant. And they start talking to the first contestant. This is the worst. Yeah. Like this, this way, the way they do this content contest is the worst. They just giant judgmental light wheel. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Artemis then jumps down and is like, Mina, why didn't you tell everybody you're here? And she's like, because you know, I'm embarrassed. And then we see the first girl get voted and she, she only gets like, <sighs> 40% of the votes. Yes. So she's out. So then the next girl goes out. And meanwhile, again, Mina's backstage talking to Artemis, talking to uh, Artemis about how, she, yes, she's totally going to be an idol if she wins. Like, it's going to be great. Mimet, meanwhile, is practicing her speech because obviously she did a lousy job uh, the day before. She's just going to go out there, say that she she ate some eggs. <laughs> I don't know why that's... She, she had her favorite omelet. She can't lose. <laughs> There's just no way she's going to lose when she's got. She had her favorite omelet today. She has to win. She's going to tell them about this omelet. Look, I had, I had my favorite omelet. She wants to be an actress, and then she is going to win. Okay, guess what? Second girl lost. Third girl lost. Venus goes out there. She's like, "My name is Mina. Uh, I'm a I'm a middle school student in my third year." Yeah, we actually find out that she like. I think this is the f maybe the first time we've gotten the name of her school, which is Shiba Cohen Middle School in Minato. You might be surprised to learn that out in the audience are three cool kids. Oh, they're so cool. They're so cool that they don't even sit in seats. They don't need seats. They're just too cool and powerful and strong for seats. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they lean against an open door, letting the light <laughs> spill into the auditorium, and nobody even yells at them. It is, uh, of course, Haruka and Mishiru and Setsuna. Setsuna, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trista. Trista. Trista, uh, Michelle. Trista, Amara, and Michelle. And Amara, uh, yes. And they're just leaning on the wall going, huh, look at this. Look at this. There's uh, Mina. Uh, we, we showed up to kill somebody. and No, actually, they're not here to kill someone. <laughs> right. They're, they're actually not here to kill someone. I don't know why they're here. I don't know why either. It's really weird. They just, they're just 
chilling back there, wondering why Mina still has this awful sweater on if she wants to win so bad. Oh, yeah, she's wearing the ugly sweater. Oh, it's so bad. So she finishes her little speech. We don't get to hear most of it. And she gets 70%. Yeah. She doesn't Because she's wearing that fucking awful jacket is the problem. She didn't have that jacket on. She would have won. If she ripped it off and threw it into the crowd, she would win. So she walks sadly aside and she's like, oh, man. But and then she says this thing where she goes, well, it's okay. At least I got to meet Iraqi, which we never saw. He was standing in front of them when he introduced. Oh, that was him. But that's like it. She didn't actually get to talk to him. He was just standing like five feet away, which I guess is okay if you're an idol chaser. But but then he's right next to her. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, it's my honor. And she's like, oh, my God, I love you so much. And I'll always be devoted to you no matter what, because it's so dreamy. Yeah, you're so amazing. And I've always loved you. And he's like, yeah, like Chris said, yeah, that's cool. You like me right now. You're going to totally forget about me. Everybody who loves me is going to totally forget about me. And that's fine. That's why I'm just like, let's make this movie while we have the time. Because uh, I'll still remember how you all felt about me. And, and it's nice. And he says this, uh, this uh, very deep line. Which you could tell me if it's true. Girls learn about true love once they move on from following celebrities. What? <laughs> that is what he says to her. Oh, man. Someone's got to sit this guy down and talk to him. <laughs> yeah, it's a very weird line. Yeah, that, and... that whole segment's kind of weird because it's like really, it's kind of depressing, but also like, oh, well, he acknowledges this business that he's in is ruthless. But oh, man, it's really depressing. Yeah, he's 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 fully aware of it. He's like... I got it. Like I got. It. Oh, you know what? I, I wrote down another line that, from the dub that I forgot to say. When when Mina is giving her speech, her pitch, she says, "I promise to do my best to learn how to act so I don't stink in the movie." That's right. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> that was a good line. So uh, Mehmet is out on stage and she gives her speech. Uh, she says, uh, "This morning I ate eggs, one of my favorite foods." <laughs> yes. In the future, I want to become a great actress who can handle any role. Please vote for me. And then she gets her vote. And she uh, racks up like a good like 85, 90%. In, she's Yay! into the green. She is one. She's, she's, in, she's in the magic spot. She's there. She's one. Oh, but wait. This is the fucking cruelest contest in it's existence. It's so awful. It's the worst. It goes up and then it goes back down. And like, it's, oh, that was so close. I guess we don't have any winners. It's after she poses, too. She's so excited. She's like, yay, look at me. I won. And then they're just like, oh, just kidding. Never mind. Uh, We put all this work into, like, having 200 plus people audition and then having five other people come back. Yeah, just fuck it. Doesn't matter. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. Fuck this contest. Not anything about, like, oh, you got closest. You win. Just like, nah, fuck it. Nobody wins. Nobody. Yeah, they literally just go. Fucking oh, I guess we don't have a winner. Win. Okay, contest over. Bye. It's, what? what the fuck is that? It has to be like the biggest waste of money ever, too. It's like, what are you doing? You know what? It probably would make me want to kill the person who ran it. <gasps> oh, it's true. <laughs> Which is what happens. Mehmet. Uh, would it make you want to uh, transform into the black swan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mehmet. Uh, Freaks out. She goes, uh, guess what? I'm Mehmet from the Deathbusters. Uh, here's a diamond. Well, she has a she has a weird little transformation sequence, too, 
where there's just like a flash of light and then she's in her her costume with uh, the diamond briefcase and a staff that we've never seen before she's just got the staff with her now chris you wanted to talk about this diamond though right First, first of all, I want to know how previously we have just seen the Deathbusters wearing their clothes under their lab coats. Yes, that's true. But this is like a transformation. She was that heartbroken about losing that she had a transformation sequence. Okay, so we get this diamond. Uh, Utahime is this diamond's name, and she is beautiful, and I love her. She's a stage. She's sexy the stage, right? She says star on her cape. It's just lit up and it says star on the back. Yeah. According to uh, Wikimoon, her name means songstress. Oh. Okay. She's wearing a purple gown that kind of like has a mermaid flair to it. It's very like form fitting until the very bottom. Super long. Like a Morticia Adams kind of thing. Yes. yes. Uh, she has a cape that says star in glitter. <laughs> and then she's got a cute little hat that is a microphone. Yes. yes. I love her. That's so cute. She is great. And then, as soon as the diamond appears, Mimet does something we've never seen her do before, which is do a power move. Oh, yeah, you know Charm Buster, Mimet's attack? Yeah, why not? You know Mimet's special move, Charm Buster, that she uses in every episode? Yeah. yeah that's what's right here. She used it on the audience. I mean, right there. She's and she says, everyone is stunned by my charm. And then the monster goes, uh, they're actually suffering. <laughs> 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 she's got her staff in the in the comic too when she because she's actually an idol in the comic and people are there to see her and uh she's got the staff and she's like kind of using it as a microphone when she tells them hey give me your energy just give me everything so tahime sucks out araki's pure heart it's still weird this time yeah there's well, there's tongue there is there's a lot of tongue really uh, but then we got something we haven't seen in a while mm-hmm Yes. We get a little we get a little Moon Tiara action. Uh but here's the thing. Jordan, you're you're familiar with Moon Tiara action. Lindsay, I'm assuming you are also familiar yeah. with Moon Tiara action. Yeah. Could you describe what Moon Tiara action does in like, say, the first fifty episodes of this television show? It, it wastes people. It usually Dusts kills them. them. Dusts them. They just yeah. turn into dust. It vaporizes people. But Mamet's level forty, so it just knocks her staff out. Yeah. Like they don't go into it, Chris, but as as you will remember, if she wanted to, she could deflect the heart attack move. Mm-hmm. The normal mm-hmm. one, the non-crisis version. Oh, the non-rainbow one. Okay, right. fair. So we get like some, some trash talk, uh, but <laughs> Makoto looks extremely bemused the entire yeah. time. My favorite part of this is the girls all give their speech and then Venus is like, Bye! <laughs> <laughs> just runs away <laughs> so she can go transform and it's just hilarious <laughs> they just nobody minds she's just like going like five feet away to do this like behind the curtain yeah and well and none of the like bad guys go hey teen girl stop running away you're a hostage or anything like that she just is like i'm out bye see you later <laughs> and then she transforms into sailor venus and then we get some uh, Sailor Venus uh, and Mimet stuff, where Sailor Venus is like, you're a jerk. You pretended to be this guy's fan and, and, and betrayed all of his fans, and that means you're a jerk. And she's like, no way, man. I'm a real fan. And she's like, then why yeah. do you want to kill him? Their conversation's really awkward. She's just like, chasers have their own set of rules. It's like, wait, what? Interesting. It's very weird. She does refer to herself as Mimet of the Witches 5. She hasn't updated her, her speech yet. <laughs> she, so. forgot to, she forgot to fix it. 
So uh, uh, she has uh, the the diamond uh, tells the diamond to attack. Well, this is where the the diamond starts uh, to sing. It like starts to warm up. Yes, yes. This is the part. Oh yeah. And Mimette's like, "Hey, could you maybe get on with it?" She's like, "No, I got like I got to warm up. Come on." Sing. I got I got I got to get my voice ready. Uh, and then uses her attack. A song starts playing. She's going to attack them with killer song, and then she goes, "I forgot the lyrics." <laughs> so good. And then Ami goes, "Now's your chance, Sailor Moon." <laughs> Which is like at this point, Ami's got to be making fun of her, right? Uh, yeah. My question bit. is, why didn't she crisis herself up before she showed up? We didn't see her transformation this time. She transformed into Sailor Moon before she came. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe she could have killed him with Moon Tear action. She wanted to try that first. You know, just for old it's times' been sake. A while. <laughs> it's been a while. Hey, can she do like Crisis Rainbow Tiara? Oh, that'd be cool. Or Crisis Rainbow crying out of my my buns. <laughs> crying out of my buns. That's, that's a little weird. Hair buns! So, uh, finally, uh, Tahime remembers her lyrics, but unfortunately it gets uh, just plowed in the face by a giant heart. And uh, And says, love lovely. Cut to... Uh, the outer senshi at some point transformed when we weren't looking. But they didn't do anything. Oh, so first, yeah, whatever. Mina, Mina gets the guy's heart back. Sure, she does. Mina waves Venus love me chain at Mimet, just kind mildly threateningly. And Mimet's like, ah, fuck it, I'm out. Like it's, <laughs> it's the weakest attack I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of bubble spray. They have a sing off in the comic. It's it's really strange. Like when Venus enters the room, she's just like got her own microphone and. And it's just like, why are oh, you interrupting is, this? Their karaoke battle, yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's just, it's really strange. Yeah, and then she hits her with like some a Venus love me chain that actually looks like it would hurt someone. <laughs> so then they allow Minako to put Araki's heart back in because she's been a fan since the beginning of middle school. So like three years. They all, <laughs> Two years? Three years. Three years. They all reveal that they now know she's a groupie because Artemis told them. And but she they're calls okay with it. Like blabbermouth. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mamet feels terrible. She's she's pouring her heart out to Tomoe. She uh, does have her hand bandaged from where it got hit by the tiara, which I thought was cute. And uh, and she asks forgiveness, and he's like, "It'll be all right." The end. There's always tomorrow, Mamet. It's true. It's always nice to have a supportive work environment when you're trying to murder people by tearing their hearts out and feeding them to a child. They have this crazy dramatic pan where they're both looking up and you don't really know what they're looking up at. And then the episode's yeah. just over. That was weird. It was really weird. That does it for this episode. Uh, it's time to talk about what we learned from it. Uh, and Lindsay, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode? Uh, it, it's bad as it sounds. Sometimes you get up and you eat your favorite omelet but you still don't win. I mean, I learned the the obvious and true stated moral, which is girls learn about true love when they move on from following celebrities. 100% accurate. <laughs> How about you, Chris? Uh, I learned that it's just totally okay to have a contest where nobody wins, but you do make the last person think they won and then <sighs> be like, oh, sorry, you didn't actually win. Uh, that's apparently just, like, totally fine, and it's the bad guy's fault that they get mad about oh. that and try to murder people, which I think, like, maybe, maybe, okay, maybe you go ahead and feel bad about that and try to murder people. 
So I tried to I tried to come up with in my head like how that worked. And what I came up with was this. That the audience is voting, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's it's a percentage of the audience is what you have to win. So maybe with with less than all of the audience voting, she had more than 80% of votes that had been cast. And then a bunch of people were like, no, 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 no. And then it went down. Oh, like people that were just withholding votes suddenly were like, nah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So like, that makes like, it even worse. That means that they saw her. <laughs> they saw that she was in the red. They're like, well, this can't stand. And they're just like, no fear. That's, the, that's so cruel. She should have charm busted them all like. Multiple times. <laughs> so cool. okay. oh. here's here's the here's the fucking thing, oh. my my fellows. <laughs> They're still gonna make this movie. Yeah, this they the still need someone to play that part. Yeah. Why does no one win the contest? Yeah. I mean, they just have to start from ground zero again. But yeah, this, well, now they're yeah. gonna get somebody famous. Now well, they're gonna get another idol to play it. That's some bullshit, Jordan. That's some bullshit, and you know it. This is bad for the Alakazan brand, or whatever his name is. It's like when they said, like, we're going to have open auditions to play for, like, you know, whoever. Harry Potter or or Anakin Skywalker. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't mean any schmuck is going to get it. Like, they're still going to actually hire an actor. Well, that's bullshit then, dude. <laughs> Mina was going to work really hard so she wouldn't stink at it. <laughs> it's like... She was. Oh, man. Yeah, Mehmet, Mehmet got the shaft on this one. It was, ah, oh, that's so bad. I think we can all agree there was some bullshit going on in there. It's not, it's not as bad as her. It's not as bad as her just getting killed. Like, but uh, I, I still like the episode. I think Mehmet is like really good in this. I love how much of a bad person she is. She's so terrible, but in that good way. It's just like she's so cute about it. Yeah, Mehmet is amazing, but she's legit an awful person. I love her literally standing in front of a memorial for a person she has killed and then <laughs> pinned an inverted bouquet of flowers to her locker going, I've never even done anything bad. <laughs> I'm yeah. such a good person. She's amazing. She's wonderful and delightful. Yeah, she's great. Uh, so good moment stuff. Lindsay, do you have any final thoughts on the episode? Oh, man, just like this is. It's a good Mamet showcase. I, I I like how the anime gives you more of these characters, so you get to like see them as opposed to the one and done chapters. Like I still like the comics, but it's it's fun what they get to do with Mamet in these episodes. And this one's really great. I agree. Uh, this is a very fun episode. You know, again, I I know you said you didn't like it as much as the last Mina episode we saw, but again, I to me this is Mina being great, and uh, I'm happy to to have it uh, have her be a character with fun personality. Yeah, I mean, I think this is, I think this is, uh, for me, the appeal in this episode is less Mina, because there's not like a whole lot of Mina in this, as opposed to being like just really good Mimet stuff and having Mina be a good foil for her, which I think works. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, So yeah, I think that does it. Jordan, any other final thoughts? Nope, that's about it. Well, it's late, so let's go to sleep. Yeah, that sounds Uh, great. Lindsay, where can everybody find you online if you would like to be found? Uh, I'm on Twitter and I've got links to my comics on there. It's at Fizzlebit. I think I'm on Instagram with the same handle and I literally just got that so nobody else would take it. But I don't I don't use Instagram that much because I'm old and I don't understand it. <laughs> it's scary to me. Um, I'm on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. Our producer, Jake Mason, he's on Twitter as well. 
at JJ underscore Mason. Uh, he does a bunch of podcasts himself, like The Morphin Grid and The Cool Kids Table and Pokemon World Tour United and Pokemon World Tour. And how about you, Chris? Uh, people can find me on Twitter as at the ISB, and you can go to my website, the-isb.com, uh, for links to the comics that I write, uh, the other stuff that I do, including podcasts and columns that I write around the web. You can grab uh, Deadpool, Bad Blood, out now. Uh, probably also uh, Army of Darkness. Ash vs. Army of Darkness number zero should be in stores now as well. Nice. And, of course, uh, Sword Quest that we're also doing for uh, for Dynamite. If you like me, Jordan... Chad, if you like Chad and you're somehow listening to this, because uh, you like me too, then go get that stuff. It's very good. That does it for this week's episode of Sailor Business. We will be back next week with episode 115 of Sailor Moon, Shadow of Silence, The Pale Glimmer of a Firefly. Ooh. And until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. I just wanted to say that if you vote for me, I promise to do my best to learn how to act so I don't totally stink in the movie. Cute. My name is Mina, and I don't I'm one think of she'll win, though. Fans. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm.